Come here, Crouton. Crouton's like, I'll lead this one today. <laughs> Lay down, buddy. I know Lay down, buddy. Oh. There you go. Yeah, Crouton made a new friend today, Joey Ingram, who was a little bit hesitant at first, but you've come I'm, around. I'm, I'm liking this guy. Okay. This guy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to The Rake. We are here with a very special guest, uh, the one and only Joey Ingram, here to give us updates on the uh, Galfon Challenge, let us know what's he been, what he's been up to, and uh, just kind of give us the all-around gossip in the poker world. So, excited to have you. What's up, ladies? How's it going? <laughs> I watched the last podcast. I thought it was quite nice. I enjoyed it. Guess we're talking about broadcaster Jamie. Congratulations. Thanks. Nominated for a couple of awards. Marley. They big timed her. They left. They left. They left her Next off the year. vlogger of the year. Unfortunately, she's so. just got to make more vlogs. Yeah, that's it. I'll be. I'll remind you that, every yeah. time we pod next year. I'm just gonna be like, you should vlog after this. Yeah, I know. I have some things in the works. I have an idea for like a series that I want to do, like um, kind of a comedy thing. So cool. Hopefully, uh, Marley's Marley's had this idea for a while, by the way. So I'm hope she. I hope she does the idea because I think it'll do well. We've obviously seen the humor come out in the in the in the content, and of course, people come to you for poker. They want poker, but at the same time, I think they'll enjoy your content because every time I talk to people out there, and I'm, people come to me all the time, and you know, one thing they they talk about is Marley. Lately, the topic used to be Mike Postle, Mike Postle's crotch area. Now it's Marley. <laughs> oh wow! And uh, so we got I got to address this like before I go anywhere because this is the number one topic I get is about you and Spraggy, right? And, and they, they <laughs> really. I swear to God, I get so many messages about you. They're like, what do you think about uh, this Marley and Spraggy thing? A little weird, huh? I'm like, I'm like, a little really. weird. I'm Aww. like, what are you talking about? Some people are like, they're cute. Some people are like, they look. it's just, I get the, the whole gamut. I was at the win the other day. Two guys at my table asked me, like, what do you think about uh, Marley and Spraggy? I was like, no thoughts real. Like, I think that, the cute couple, I like followed them. I like the posts they make. So what, what's up with this uh How's what, it? Yeah, this this, this 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 poker this poker love affair you got going on worldwide adventures like yeah. shirt off photos on beaches like Spraggy's <laughs> just just chilling. I don't know. Spraggy's in in Vegas. You're in like a small town in the United Kingdom, right? It's it's like we're I've been enjoying it. I'm in on it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm actually gonna be going back in a week to see him in uh, Gloucestershire, England. So I'll they're be there. in love. We're in love. Yeah, we've been just. We're really lucky that we have, you know, obviously with poker, it gives us the flexibility to kind mm -hmm. of whatever. And, uh, you know, when you're when you're in the honeymoon phase, you're into somebody, it's going great. You just want to spend as much time with them as you can. So uh, we try to build our trips around poker stuff a little bit or like events and try to, you know, pay for some of the expenses and whatever, make yeah. it fun. But um, no, it's great. I mean, I've, I've known him. We met through Joe Stapes, talked about this last time, a couple pods ago. And uh, just immediately hit it off, and um, of course, you know we, we're both huge trolls, and so are you, are you are you both? <laughs> Who thought that? Yeah, <laughs> I like that you're getting interviewed yeah. about it though. Like, so Joey, I have mean no. to ask you. Like, you are so involved in so many things in poker, and the number one thing you get asked is like, "What do you think about this?" I'm but I'm happy, right? It was possible for I, like yeah. There was pizza delivery driver, right? Like the the Uber, the my Uber guy. Two guys back to back. There, they like. I'm like pasta stuff, man. One guy I'm in the Uber and I'm like, oh, you like poker? Really? I swear to God, it was crazy, right? My pizza guy comes over to my house. He delivers the pizza. He's like, bro, 
huge fan of the Apostle stuff. I'm like, what is happening right now, man? <laughs> this is why you're up for four poker awards. I like, you I have gone worldwide. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I mean, I don't think people really, like, they just maybe know of my voice or something. Because I'm in one Hooper, right? And I go, you like poker at all, man? He's like, he's like oh, I love poker. I've been watching this one thing about this guy staring at his crotch. It's been cool. I was like, oh, you like, who, who does that? He's like, oh, man, uh, this guy, Joe, Joe, Joe Ingram. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. What kind of a psychopath are you where you initiate the poker conversation in an Uber? I love it. I love it. I, I like, I like I, you, you have death wishes. I obviously. love asking people what they do. I'm like, oh, what are you guys up to? Like, what do you like to do here? Especially if they start talking about gambling or like, I can, oh, tell, they're, I can tell they're more out of line. I'm like, oh, you like poker at all? And very rarely uh, are they ever like, I watch poker content. So that's it. Wow. This was an unusual time, but I feel like maybe Possible that brought it up. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really know. But I'm happy to talk about Marls and Spraggy now. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a much more enjoyable topic for me personally. So I mean, not really. We're just a boring couple who's in honeymoon phase. I mean, you have a new girlfriend yourself, newish, right? Yep. You know how it is. I, how I do. do you say new girlfriend? This is like his high score. What do you mean like, high score? Like months wise. Oh yeah, like this is your longest. I'm just teasing you. Joey's like, f you. I, I you know. I, I know don't she know. likes to be. I don't, don't want to be in the spy. I know she yeah. likes to be more private. I keep I keep this more private. I think I had my last relationship a little bit more public and um, mm-hmm. good and bad. So yeah, you know, I, I just people ask about it a lot. Anytime you go someplace, a lot of people you know bring it up. So I, mm-hmm. I just not very interested in talking about. That's a good. I think like, I like that policy. Yeah, especially with like, you know, if you date somebody in poker, right? Then they stay in poker and. You know, you got to it's just going to be tough for both sides, you know, mm-hmm. be, not just you, but them as well. Right. So I feel like with this situation now, just kind of keep a little more private. I've always kept my private life behind the scenes a lot more. Mm-hmm. I just kind of talk about what's happened in the world, talk about people I feel like, I, you know, I look up to, I respect or I want to promote or So that's why I kind of try to do it. Yeah. But with, uh, yeah, you know, with the relationship, right. I mean, you know, it's just something different than being single or, you know, I dated off and on but i've mainly been married to poker for a long time so <laughs> this is like a new not as like obsessed with career whether you want to call it poker or content or business or whatever it is so just something i'm I'm doing right now and I, i've been enjoying it so it's been at peace yeah i'm i'm a fan since she let you do the whole puzzle thing with no complaints when you were doing it like two weeks straight and she's you just chilling you, there you said something, at huh? some point i was like dude like can we go to dinner <laughs> can we like leave this alone at some point and i feel like she was chilling she's like okay he's got to cover this or we're getting to the bottom of the crotch theory thing mm-hmm. oh know? yeah she was really enjoying it she was always right she was, there she was in the lab with you right? she, she was, was putting lab. a donation yeah, up that's just like go joey i yeah, thought it was really cute she's no she was she was extremely supportive during that time period of everything it was awesome mm-hmm. and i mean i couldn't have done it without her right like mm-hmm. normally my schedule falls off track i'm staying away you know yeah. you guys know how yeah. out of line yeah, I saw your tweet. I think it was a couple of days ago where you uh, said that you had to leave a good game. You know, I, you didn't necessarily say for her. I'm not trying to imply that, but just saying that sometimes as you get older, yeah, that mic's a little wonky. That's okay. I'm um, used to the mic stands from my podcast. I'm used yeah, to this guy's notes. The equipment is always a gamble. But uh, yeah, I mean, you feel like as you get a little bit older, you're trying to be a little more balanced with uh, not playing those marathon sessions, traveling mm-hmm. so much and stuff. Yeah, I think you kind of realize waking up 2 p.m. maybe not going to be the play here, right? You know, you get a little older. You've already done this whole, like, let's stay play till 4 a.m. at poker thing. So is it really worth it to, st- even though, like, we've all been in these good games where you got a few guys blasting off money. They've had a few drinks. Like, they, they're kind of kamikaze at this point. They're they're most likely going to lo- lose a bunch more buy-ins versus actually winning money. Their mm-hmm. EV is, is completely terrible. And these are kind of the spots you wait for, especially when you grind through these very slow periods of time when you're playing against other regulars and the game's not good. And now you have this 
miracle situation in your mind that's like, well, is it going to be here tomorrow or not? Mm -hmm. And if you play higher stakes, it's understandable. If you play lower stakes, there's going to be more games and more actions. But at the same time, it's easy to let that impact you. So then it's okay. Well, then do I, right? How much do I want to fuck my schedule up, fuck my life up, whatever it is, whatever you consider on track or out of line. So I think for a relationship like that, I don't see how it can go well unless they're very understandable or they do it themselves or... Yeah, it's well, just hard hard to scale your life up when you are constantly out of balance with your schedule, it seems like for me. It's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Well, I was it's probably better to date someone out of poker for that reason because when the person's in poker, it just kind of, especially me and Spraggy, it's like kind of fuels the fire a little bit. It's hard to have the mm-hmm. balance and separation, but it's kind of good to have somebody who's like, hey, we have a fucking dentist appointment at 2, p- 2 p.m. You can't just be grinding <laughs> forever. I got to say, this is that is a positive thing what you're describing right here. It's a very good thing to, yeah. to have someone that's like, hey, uh, why don't I set this up and you just do it? You know, yeah. Well, you're like, ah, oh, not a bad idea. Okay. I even think like crouton helps me with that because Chris yeah. and I both can be on whatever kind of schedule, but that dog is like, we are not missing a walk. Like you are walking <laughs> me. He's like, it's 11 in the morning. We go for a walk and then it'll be like, it's noon. I eat now. And then, you know, the, it kind of keeps you on that thing where you're like, okay, I have to be at least somewhat connected to reality and like what normal people do. It's a great, it's a great, really, really great point what you're saying and, and kind of what she means if you guys don't understand at home is that you can get very isolated as a poker player where you just stay inside for days. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, you kind of lounging around, especially if your partner's there and, and they enable that with you. And you, you kind of need those walks. You need that sunlight. Mm-hmm. You need to get out there. You need to get this this kind of thing going through your body and exercise and makes you feel better and makes yeah. your mind work better. So kind of the dog is that that accountability partner in some ways where it's like, you, you, come yeah, on, he's like, go, listen, like I wasn't yeah. playing poker till 6 a.m. I'm ready for my walk. And I'm like, but th- good this point. Is, this is something a lot of players, I think, struggle with that are more the isolated type, introverted mm-hmm. type that don't have many friends outside of social media or online is that they just they this is where you're why you're unhappy or why you're kind of depressed. Maybe sometimes hey, you haven't seen the sun in six months. Exactly right. Or you haven't just got outside or you haven't seen other people mm-hmm. or had a real conversation in person to person. So that's why those things are these are kind of the indicators okay well how do i feel do i feel this way well i'm not leaving the house that maybe that's why mm-hmm. that's something i learned about my my own self and why i might feel that way so maybe i should have got a dog man that might have been the, that might have been the move the you got a, you got a dog Mar- i have a cat <laughs> i mean i know you got cats you have a dog no, no she has like a, a dog cat though she is cat. a very cool cat that goes out and like hunts and comes back and brings her headless birds like real fucked up what? shit yeah but Trained I feel like you have Marley. a very independent, like, cool. I don't know. I think Chauncey seems pretty cool. Yeah, he's the nuts. He's the nuts. Um, so the Galfon Challenge, you have taken it upon yourself. I like yourself. this host. This is this is real nice. I like this host right here. Marl's Marl's been in the lab a little bit over here. I'm liking it. Oh, You're doing I'm, good. I like you know, this. You saw me at Triton. You saw I was a you were killing at it. first. At the end, by the end, I got my footing a little bit. This is I, what you find out, guys. Is that I did, yeah. if you can win at poker on any level, like you're going to be a good host. You know, especially if you got a personality like Marley's got. It's it's like easy, right? She put her foot down just now. She's like, all right, enough about this pets. Like, oh, we got to get down to the Galfon well, challenge. Like anytime like, there's a lull, G- the GTO from moving on, anytime there's like that that two-second pause, sometimes the host feels uncomfortable mm-hmm. and they just go to the next thing rather than kind of dig back in. So, like, that's the host, the game tree when you're the host and you're, you're kind of deciding which path. That's how I, I like, yeah. see the conversation in my head when I do my podcast so I can say, okay, well. Actually, get- I want to ask you before we move on, how much do you plan your pods? Like, going into it, do you have, like, segments or do you just... Is it totally improv? it's all in my it's like in my head okay, i kind of so don't I, have notes I, I, I write like a very simple thing down and then i i sort of know where i want to go with, with with it in my mind so i know what i'm trying to yeah. trying to get in and i just kind of go where the conversation goes too so if i ask a question crouton's trying to get out of here okay, buddy. he's had enough he's had enough of our he said I, I was the new toy for a while now he's done yeah. that's weird usually he's all about it 
Yeah, but yeah, with, with with my planning and preparation, I should do more. Yeah. I definitely should do more. If I when I study the other top people, they're preparing for hours, right? They're studying. Mm-hmm. They're going in depth. I don't do that, do that necessarily. I try to feel out the conversation when I do it. So that's mm-hmm. been my approach with it. And uh, but I could use a lot more planning. I think that. I th- I yeah. think it goes both ways. I think it's cool. Sometimes we'll have someone on and their rambling has gotten to the, them to a better spot than our questions could have. So you just totally. kind of let them go. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who are like, yes or no answers. I'm like, damn, I'm glad we wrote down 100 questions. Well, you get good guests like Joey or Stapes. Mm-hmm. And, and like and, uh, they just, Mac. Mac too. Talks yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. And they just kind of like flow. But then there's other people sometimes who maybe just like aren't as good at like being in public speaking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and you need to have like make sure you plan shit for them because mm-hmm. otherwise you're just like, doot. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think when you talk with people like that, because I've had a lot of those yeah. guys on the podcast, and you just find a you find common ground with them, and they might not give you this sort of like dynamic answer, but you, you that that's where you you get to know them. Like I sort of mm-hmm. okay, that's you don't have that you don't have that articulation, you don't you don't want to say that whatever. Like let me take you to a place that you might want to talk about. So I find that the very fun part of things is okay. Well, you ask Doug Polk something, like he's an oh my god, okay, you know, like boom boom, you know, right? He's got this. Well, Joey, that's a great question, and I got seven theories on how to do that, and you know. <laughs> Okay, but other people, you know, I remember like Kumacon, the guy, top top PLO winner online of all time. He was in the cabin in Canada. Didn't say much, right? So it's like, okay, you work with that. Okay, well, let me pick it up on it. Let me get more and more. It's like yeah. I got an answer. You gave me a little bit back. Let me ask another question. You gave me more. Let me go farther. You gave me more. Let me go farther. And okay, we're done with that, right? That's mm-hmm. sort of how I think about those getting those types of people to open up because they they want to talk. They got things to say. They're very interesting people. It's like, well, then how do we get that out of them? And that's a challenge over mm-hmm. a, a podcast for 30 minutes or an hour and stuff like that. But you get better at that as the host. And if that's your goal, which is kind of what my goal is when mm-hmm. I do podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Galphon challenge, Galphon challenge. Yeah. It's not looking good for my guy. <laughs> Phil, Phil's uh, you know, I think here's what it is, right? We went into this match and Phil talked about how he was going to study. Right. And I think that the name of the game has gone a certain way in terms of how people are studying. And that's mm-hmm. more, I'm, I'm right. People are, are finding the solution to the solvers, right? I, I call them rhino now, by the way, guys, they're called rhino or tiger. So they're using rhino, right? The rhino, they're putting the horn what? down. What's rhino? It's the solver. I'm not calling it the oh, solver. I hate, oh. I, I hate that word solver. Oh, yeah, okay. I know. So we're calling it like rhino, tiger, like lion, warhead, like something like that. <laughs> like a very like, boom, boom, like a tank, something like that. It's going to be called like rhino. So I'm playing with Rhino, I'm rubbing him around. He's in the jungle. We're going through some playing around, whatever, right? So I feel like you play around with Rhino a little bit. <laughs> then you uh, you just discover these strategies that weren't you didn't understand mm-hmm. six years ago with, with current poker strategies. So what happens is you start implementing that idea, and then you find a lot of other spots you can implement the idea. Then you work on those situations, and then you figure out more concrete definitions about what you do in these situations. It's like... But if you've never done that, like Phil, we thought he said he's going to study. So I was like, okay, this guy's going to get after it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just expected it, right? But then it doesn't look like it, right? And so he's trying to implement these new strategies and ideas on the fly. And it's very challenging against someone who's, and you're seeing this right now, right? This guy already Mm -hmm. been working at this. He's been studying this, been putting in the effort for a long time. So you're facing a very uphill battle. And now you're going to be ex- experimenting with your style as Phil Galfond and you're going to be deviating in ways this guy's seen before. He's going to know how to take advantage of you. And mm-hmm. it's tough, right? It, it's tough. And, um, you know, you guys you guys got it downstairs. What do you guys, what's your thoughts on, on what you guys are thinking about or seeing? I mean, I'm sure you're talking to people about it as well too. Yes. So I'm not, Crouton is just, Crouton. Hey dude, 
He's like, let me cause the most destruction on this pod today. Um, <laughs> I've been watching it, and and to tell you the truth, like I haven't played as much as the 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 the, the great game of PLO as many people have. Um, yeah, I played so, zero. zero. So I, I really am like a little bit lost. I don't know. Um, I just don't like. I don't know how much of a stranglehold Venavidi has over him. I don't mm-hmm. know how much is running good or bad and whatever. Um, but it seems from listening to what Phil says, what other people say, that um, he just kind of underestimated how good Venavidi could possibly be and like how much work people have been doing um, with Rhino mm-hmm. and everything. <laughs> I, I did not know that that was Rhino until I, well, yeah. why Rhino? Because it's Vegas, so I just think of the the Rhino. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys, I don't go to Rhino personally, <laughs> but I understand. Morrow's like Rhino. I mean, the only thing that comes to my mind is this uh, spearmint Rhino, the biggest strip club in Vegas. But no, I don't. I don't really think about. Uh, I guess it's a good idea. I never thought about that. So I was there like last month with Spraggy and Caitlin's and Chris Mormon. <laughs> Shout out! Yo, they they love Rhino. Yes. Like yeah, they just post up like uh yeah. Uh, okay, I guess. Anyways, it was quite an adventure. Shout out to my, shout out to my, my girl Katie and my guy Chris. Oh those yeah, they're are, the nuts. I love I love those guys a lot. They're super fun, man. Yeah. Katie's cool. She's like a little uh, community gatherer kind of person. She's right? awesome. She, bring, totally. she, she brings like, the community. She's always inviting to things. I'm like, yes. man, I like I like stay at home a lot. She's like 50% of my social life because I just really <laughs> like being at home. I, I'm in a six-year relationship now and have an amazing dog. I'm like, why do I leave the house? And Katie will just like keep inviting me until I'm just like, okay, I really should leave the house. And We're, then I yeah. go out and I have fun with her every single time. We're talking about Katie Lindsay, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't know her, look go. her up. She's the one of the most imp- impeccably dressed women. And <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how. I, I wish we could put like a photo. Of her, okay, okay. <laughs> Just put up a few here, editor guy. Uh, please, what's what's the editor? Colin. 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 Shout out. Shout out, Colin. Okay, I actually met Colin before. Shout out, Colin. Uh, she. I don't know how she does. I don't even know where she. I'm like, where does she like come up with these ideas for these things? It would be like this She's fancy, br- huge into fashion. I yeah. just don't even. Know. I'm like. How- Wait, where do you start? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love her because do start here? Uh, she'll hang out with me despite my like penchant for sweatpants. Like she'll be like dressed to the nines. <laughs> oh, she'll be like, like, okay, I'll still hang out with you. Like, yeah, <laughs> and and she, I've asked her for advice too, and she's like, you're simple, it's fine, like rock it, yeah. own it, and like she's like, maybe just do like one piece of jewelry, maybe <laughs> maybe take the glasses off like once in a while. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we did get her on the pod too. Also, we, you know, she's mm-hmm. not very public in her public appearances, but we want to have a wine o'clock yeah. um, with her. We need so it. We're, we're guilting you into it. All, Mar- all Marley has to do, put on like a black dress or a red dress. That's, and that's- what... She's done. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should do. We'll be like, we'll have you on our wine o'clock pod. I'll and, wear a dress. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fancy. It's like a monumental moment of people yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A big deal. I'll let you get the shit back on track, though. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Actually, we're going to take a short break. Yeah, let's take a break. And we'll come there back. There are breaks on here. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Now seems like a good time to give a shout out to our sponsor, Run It Once Poker. They just launched a pretty cool new rewards program called Legends. Every week, you can earn cash rewards that are applied directly to your account. Plus, they still have their popular Splash the Pot feature, which takes some of the rake and throws it right back on the table. With these two features combined, you can get up to 75% total rake back. If you sign up now through once.run slash play, you'll receive a 100% first deposit bonus of up to 600 euro. And a big thank you to our other sponsor, Run at Once Training, the best place to learn from players much better than us. If you sign up through once.run slash learn, you'll get free access to three of their elite videos, so go check it out. We're back. 
Did we read an ad right there? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay. <laughs> you guys are good about doing that. Do you want to advertise something too? Not really. I feel no. like it's only fair. I don't really have. I, I'm, I'm just doing me. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing, nothing to push right now. You're like one of the only people in poker who's not like with somebody or like, you know. Uh, can we talk about these co- training courses officially on record for a little bit here? I mean, does everyone have a training course now? We're the, we're the ones who don't. It is it is yeah. training course, training coach. Sorry, buddy. Oh. Uh-oh. Crouton's Maddie doesn't have a training course, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, everybody's got something on Everyone's put, and, and like these guys that start the course, like they let you know. Like my man Ryan LaPlante on Twitter is like, course, oh, course, yeah. course, 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 yeah. course, my guy. But I'm like, you know, the formula is like simple. It's like one of your guys wins. It's like, ah, oh, retweet him. The guy, you know, it's this, it's this, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you, you know, and then you hey, got people some people are hustling. Respect the hustle, right? <laughs> I bang, mean, bang, it's just, bang, I, bang. I love it. It's just fun to watch. I'm like, man, you know, I don't no, know. It's, it's just, I, you know, I think it's, why do you think that that is people are just coming at this money, right? Well, it's, it's become more of a normalized thing to do. Yeah. So you already have all these, these, these elite players coming out. So I think a lot of people are like, well, what does it matter if I share this or plus it's, I think it is really good for your game to coach and to make content mm-hmm. to be able to articulate your thought processes helps you out so much. So sure. I think that's why you see Ryan has a lot of success. Not only works hard, but he's coaching a lot. He's very active in this. And I think Ryan will become as great as he wants to become with the work ethic and, and the consistency he's shown. So if you want to look for a blueprint, these guys are showing you the blueprint on how to become one of the top players. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like why it's just people want to diversify. I think everyone else is doing it. It's pretty easy to do. And for the most part, especially if you have a blueprint, how to do it with other people. So it's just more of a more of a thing. Right. It's like, OK, mm-hmm. it's not as like looked down upon as it may have once been where it kind of was before. So I think we're only going to see more. I, I actually I think there's a big market for something else in poker, right? There's a few things. And one of them is being like the the aggregator of best content, like telling people what course to go to and why sort of thing like that. So mm-hmm. probably yeah, like- I get a lot of, well, not now because I'm with Renault once, but before I get a lot of questions about what's the best course. Exactly, should, right. Coaching, who should I hire? What should I study? What should I do? Mm-hmm. And it's so hard because I feel like, you know, now, I mean, obviously, there's. I, I'm not going to name names, bang, bang, but there's better ones than others. But it's just so hard because it also has to fit kind of your mm-hmm. the way you study, the way you learn. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't work well with the rhino, then you know. Right. Well, you know, working with the rhino, being able to read the rhino is uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a challenge on its own, right? Because you got to read the outputs, you got to understand how to implement implement them into your game and what they mean, and did you put the right inputs in? So it can be a complicated process for. A novice person, which is what's going to happen, is that there's going to be people who get better at articulating the understanding of, that they that they gain from that, and then they're going to create content. Mm-hmm. So I think right now that the the content we have for te- being taught what solver strategies are, aka Rhino, are uh, not not very good. Mm-hmm. In term, they're very new, so it's a new thing. So I think people will come up with new courses and new ways to teach. But there aren't many like professional teachers in poker who understand how to create these super high level courses with experiences, which means that there's a big market for someone to come and do that at some point in time. Yeah, shout out to Chris Kruk, who um, I just got he through got a watching. Course too? His, he's on Run It Once. Run It Once. Oh, so... I thought I was like, he got a course now as well. Like, <laughs> no, fuck, he, man, he made um, he made a video on like how to use solvers um, and taking it from like step one. Here's how you input information. Here are like the downfalls. Or like pitfalls that you'll experience over the course of it. Like, oh, if you put in the wrong stuff, you're going to get the wrong output. Um, gave us tips on like, oh, this takes a long time. You're going to want to do these ones overnight. Like really did just like handheld us through the whole thing. Um, and I thought it was really useful for people who've never used the sol- the Rhino before. Yeah. You you guys been in the solver? You guys been playing with it? Rubbing his belly a little bit? Spraggy's very, you know, he's online. So he's very like, like, you know. 
solves things like pretty quickly. So uh, it does some stuff with him. But um, Run at Once is great, honestly. Like they, mm-hmm. a lot of the crushers on there just walk you through it. They put the exploits in. They talk about, and I think like the best way, the way I try to study is like I just watch when I watch the videos. I look for patterns. I look for things that come up all the time. Like mm-hmm. oh, this guy keeps mentioning this bet size on this, you know, on this. Yeah, it's a no, great idea. No, great way to great way so, to do it. That's a tip for you guys at home. Helps me. I don't know, but it's hard. It's easy to get bogged down in like, okay, I like bet this and I don't, and like looking at every single hand and getting confused. But if you just look at kind of the things that come up a lot, I think it helps more to take away the big chunks. Right. The the, the main points. That's like a big thing in learning. If you study how to learn, yeah. uh, whenever you go to new genres, you find you try to aggregate the best content you can find mm-hmm. by the best teachers or best whatever video makers or what people have agreed are the best content. And then you find the commonalities and what they mentioned. So if they say certain words or things all the time, that's a really good way to do it, though, is say, OK, he keeps betting here. He keeps saying this. He keeps talking about betting big for value in this spot. Boom. Let me try to pay attention to that. Yeah. And yeah. like why he does that. He, he always thinks, oh, I just because I want to deny equity or because you want to get better hands to fold and worse hands to call, whatever. Like the, the reasonings come up again and again and again. And mm-hmm. so it just trains your mind. You know, and I think that with poker, like it's more important to like if you if you know how to think about poker, you'll be a good poker player. And it's less about learning spots and more about thinking about it in a general sense of like how to, what things to go through your head. So but it just takes time. And that's a, my rant. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it, it's, it can be tough, right? It sounds so easy. You go watch Chris Kruk break down the solver. Oh, all right, talks about this. Then you go to the win 2-5 game and it's going six way to the flop. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, fuck, where the, what's Chris <laughs> Kruk doing here? You know what I mean? Like, it, it isn't a very, like, these guys are playing live, right? Even when you play online, it's like a little different. In the heat of the moment, you've got 10 seconds to make the decision. It's a little bit tougher than, mm-hmm. you know, in this world where we're like, oh, now we know. Okay, ace, king, queen. We bet 75%, 100% of the time, right? Boom, done. And then in reality, you get there and you're like, oh, I bet they called. Fuck, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it can, it's a challenging process. I, I feel like we make it sound so quite simple, but it can definitely be challenging to then have the mindset yeah, and discipline to implement it consistently. And then you, you get like three bet and you got ace 10 offsuit. And you're like, oh, he did, he did. I did see him three bet to seven nine. I'm going to call. You know, it's like, okay. We talked about that in the last pod, just basically when you actually analyze like, raw data that you can't explain your way out of when you have thousands and thousands of hands and you can't be like like when we talk about <clears throat> live poker hands you could be like well that guy was really tight and old or like that guy was a maniac and you give yourself reasons for why you strayed from what was gto and then when you're looking at all your data and you can't be like remembering specific hands you're like oh i just suck in that spot mm-hmm. shit it's a, a good point though yeah <laughs> it's good for your yeah. game though because then like you learn that and then when you're playing live you realize like how far you're really straying from what you should be doing based on some stupid live read you should do that less yeah i, I find the whole challenge of like bringing in a more theoretical online strategy over to live poker and then building that up from there it's so much different there's so many more multi-way spots and the games I, that, that plo for sure so mm-hmm. it's my strategy for building my live PLS strategy has been I want to build a very high VPIP style because I imagine at some point I'll play in these private games. I'll either start my own game or I'll play yeah, in. And you can't be the knit or you won't get to play anymore. Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, how can I build a, a really good strategy that's comfortable, like 60% of hands? Mm-hmm. So I've been looking for those spots and seeing what trouble spots I get into on later streets and just trying to figure out how to better sort of manage that route. And that way, you know, you can play in these games and you can give a lot of action and you can win a lot, lose a lot, but you'll mm-hmm. be able to understand what to do with the 50 percentile of your range versus what someone else who's playing that same range is going to do. But that's why when you play against tougher players with tighter ranges, when you play loose ranges, you have a, such a big disadvantage overall that it's going to get you in a lot of trouble. And that's why mm-hmm. you have to fold certain hands. So it's you need those reminders. Sometimes you get smacked around by the by the knit rag 
with the eight, with the with the with the pocket king. Oh my god, I hate these fucking nits. But no, don't we all? Don't Marley, you in it? I remember I played with Marley at a meetup game. She was like a madman. I was like, this girl's. I mean, I I should have thought like she's like a kind of like which a, one meetup game? Oh, meetup games are special. A, yeah. I usually just go totally. I just assumed I was like Marley's like a like a maniac. Like I was, but I mean, she's kind of like you wouldn't necessarily think she's you know kind of quieter, but also really out of line. So you you'd kind of think maybe she is a maniac at the tables, but. I was like, man, this girl's crazy. <laughs> like, the the meet, I feel like meetup games, you absolutely have to be like that. Like, oh, yeah. I, I played one at I'm South crazy. Point with, uh, it was the Halloween one, and they were like, oh, we're going to have a costume contest. I was the person in the costume. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, no they put their costumes on, and then they're like, oh, they're kind of uncomfortable, and took them off, Brad and, and Andrew. And meanwhile, I'm dressed as like a chipmunk in a onesie with like barely anything on it. I can't take it off. I'm just like, or else I'll be like streaking. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, if. That was fun. But uh, you play every hand. We were having splash pots yeah. of candy in it. And like you literally, it was fun because you're playing for so little money that you're just like VPIP 100. I must have got the try hard one because I went to one at the Westgate and like these guys were taking it real seriously. Really? I'm like, what's going on with this? I thought it was like a oh, fun that game. Where it was that where I played with uh, Westgate? Uh, we played at the Win. No, I think it was a Saul for Y meetup. Game. Oh, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I think we got a photo of that one. I don't think you liked that photo though. I remember. No, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had it on. You're like, don't post that one. No, no I looked like a tired. Like I don't know, bags or something. I thought it looked fine, but you, you know, you didn't like it. Okay, couldn't post well, it. You so. know, the girls very... get to veto the photos. Yeah, the that's... girls always get yeah. to. They, if they don't like the yes. photo, you just don't post the photo, right? I mean, I, I don't know. Marley's been posting a lot of photos lately. That's all I know. She's been, she's been giving us all enjoyment. Anyone out there out watching this podcast probably been following you on Instagram, so they've been in, they've been enjoying. The... Oh man, the birthday party that was the best. My birthday. Oh, I didn't get hardly any photos. Oh, though. I posted. Well, I was posting stories. I can just send you the stories. Oh, you have more? I, I, I put. I posted them on Instagram because they were just so funny. It was Marley was having a great day. <laughs> oh, I was. It was a. We had, I had a fabulous birthday party. Jamie was there. We had a wonderful dinner. We went downtown to Fremont, which is always a good time. I love Fremont Street. So fun. We, we should have an out of line day where'd during you, where'd WSOP. Where'd you guys go? Corduroy. Yeah. Was that, was, and the Griffin what? and some piano bar. And yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was, yeah, it was like a big, big group of us, and I uh, got pretty fucked up. We had that 99 bananas. Have you ever had this? Mm -mm. Her friends smuggled it into the bar. We're already at like a dive bar where we're like, I'm like buying around. I'm like, oh, that's $12. Cool. And the girl's like, yo. She like pulls out the thing. She like smuggles yeah, in a bottle. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, very out of line. And then me and Spraggy. I was just like passed out. She told me I was just sleeping at the bar. Three bar stools lined up. <laughs> She's just laying across. I was like, that, I was like, peace. Like, I'm done. I and did, then I did say very out of line, guys out yeah. there. I don't know if people know it's a secret or not, but yeah, she's not a knit. She's not a knit no, in real no, life either. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. But I can. Sparking no. can go very hard. He can drink. He's got. Whoa, that British. we're not talking about this on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Bang, bang. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Poor Sprags. Oh, um, man. I mean, I, I'm surprised we haven't seen him naked yet on, on your guys' Instagram stories. The pace we're going right now, it's Whoa. like the the, the, sh the clothing is progressively coming off more and more. I'm like, I mean, what's next? I don't know. Like, are they starting their site? Like, what's going on with these two here? So I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if we see the, you know. Sex tape? The sex tape soon. Wow. Nice. You think that's the pivot? That's I the move? Know, I mean, you think Amaya might, might try to bankroll that with, with Sprags for get, get him out there? And <laughs> we can ask Rick Solomon for some tips on like how to market. And, like... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well, Chatterbait. Chatterbait is the thing that, you know, I, I thought about actually, streaming, but then I was like, well, I'm just actually, no, no, yeah. only, this is, I call OnlyFans. That's the way because you just, it's like a monthly thing. And then uh-huh. you just they have post to like pay a subscription want. or something. Yeah, but then, wow. dude, this model's sick. I've been studying this for a video I wanted to make, right? <laughs> the model's sick because they have it where like you can, you get your audience hooked and then you just like throw on these upsells in, in, mm-hmm. the, in the DMs and like people like just, just buy them. And it's like, it's not. It's a photo you could already see on that person's page, but these people are crushing on there. They're, it's it's a yeah. really sick business. So, wow, this to... might be where the feet pics would do the best. Yes. People are super interested in seeing her feet, and I was like, you got to really hold out. You don't do what, this for what, free. What are you talking about? People want. I have requested feet pics of me. Yeah, and what do they do with them? They just. Look I don't. At them? Do you really want to know? I don't want to know. I'd, I'd like to see the video. I'd like to see, <laughs> no, I don't want to know what they're doing. Wow, I didn't know this was a thing. It's a very big market for the fee picks. Yeah, it's number one request. Hers is like uh, Jamie cursed at our net worth is number one googled phrase, and mine's Marley Cordero feet feet. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Fuck? The, the internet. Were people asking you for feed photos before you started doing a vlog? No, no, isn't that weird? It's like you start a vlog and all of a sudden you get yeah. messages about your right? feet. You're They're like, like man, happening? like I really like her face, but man, what are her feet look like? Like who is like deranged enough? I don't know. I can't yeah, judge. Her Listen, Let's we should make a right policy. Should be no kink shaming on this pod. We're just yeah, whatever you guys true. are into is cool. Again, yeah, no worries. Yeah, if you like feet, I mean, <laughs> oh God. A, she, no worries. Uh, <laughs> They're in. They're all in. Um. Anyways, so. Yeah. Um, Phil, not going too good. Yeah, we'll see what happens, right? You know, it's still early. Yeah, so we want to get a little bit of your PLO insight. What do you think? Sure. Uh, what, what's going on? I think we talked about this off when we stopped recording, right? I felt like we talked about this. Like, we talked yeah. about this one? Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think just, just what I'm seeing, right? Just a, one more prepared person, right? Knows how to handle these situations and and understands what the defined strategy is these days versus someone who, who doesn't quite yet, right? And is it running bad or not? You know, I mentioned in Jamie before we started day two, there's a big pot where Phil five bets with aces, Venny VD calls with the 10, nine, six, four flops or 10, eight, six, four, right? Flops, you know, a straight draw stacks Phil for a 50 some thousand dollar pot. Phil wins that pot. He's up about, I think what, 50, 60,000 for that session. And, and they're even after day one and it's a different momentum. It's a different match. The perception's different. So, it seems to me that this guy's sort of just like not really losing any of these big pots, whether that's variance or, or not, we're going to find out. But it just seems like he's not really, he's making it hard even when he's not, there's not flying back and forth, right? It's not like these fast and furious ands. It's, mm-hmm. you know, when the guy gets it in, he's usually got a good hand or when he's bluffing, he's bluffing with a great frequency or, or the right combination of hands or maybe even under bluffing sometimes because he's got this lead. So we don't really know what's, what he's doing in those situations. And, it's tough to know. It's tough to figure out unless you see the whole cards or you can run the statistics. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm looking forward to really paying attention to the match uh, again tomorrow, and then I'm gonna make a video Sunday, Saturday about a breakdown, kind of update people what's yeah, happening. Yeah, how do you how do you plan to do it? Are you gonna take like the biggest pots or the biggest hands? Yeah, I did one last week, and uh, people seem to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I just kind of went through four hands and found some hands I found interesting that I felt like I could talk about a little bit more. Some big hands as well too, but mm-hmm. it's tough because you think about the format and you got six, seven days to go over, or five days to go over, so. Trying to present it in a way that like people can understand, but not too high level strategy, but some basic stuff so you can kind of take something away. Mm-hmm. But it's tough because it's already needs PLO in general, and then now you're like, okay, well, do I want like you guys might not even like some some people that play they might not even know like oh we had a double, we had two flush draws right they just right. I assume this is so right. basic at this point like you just assume that but 
I feel like I should say more of that versus like trying to like get this get into this sort of like intricate strategy building of, of turn ranges, right? Like it might not be that interesting to people, yeah. even though like you guys might listen, like, oh, it's cool to hear. Mm-hmm. But like do some people are casually like checking it out just to be like, wow, right. he's betting millions of dollars. And that's that's sort of the, the and I think Doug, Doug, Doug Polk, right, did a great job of making things easily understandable for all mm-hmm. levels of audiences. So that's something I still need some work at doing. So I'm trying to decide what my strategy is going to be. But ultimately, I just want to bring up hype for the challenge, update you right now. Dude, the up. hype's been good. That yeah. That's one where, all right, I thought, for one thing, I thought Phil would be like beating everyone because it's just, I'm a fangirl and Phil's been around forever and he does a good job. But I didn't realize there's like a couple crushers on that list. Like there's yeah. two, just Venavidi and then also Action Freak are expected to just be very solid. Um, but something that was like a positive that came out of it is the hype around it. They're getting 3,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. And this is PLO cards yeah. down. And, and like that's very hard to follow. Um, and I feel like that's pretty good. And I wonder if that's bigger than they expected for an audience. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're, uh, you know, I think I've tried to help build up some hype a little bit too on my platforms and with my stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I've done a mm-hmm. decent job. Could be better. I think marketing and poker in general is like really poor when you compare it to other industries, just because a lot of people that are in poker aren't marketers mm-hmm. and the people that are marketers aren't poker players. So it's like this very unique world of, of maybe, you know, certain strategies work and certain strategies don't. And none of us really know those for the most part, right? Like Doug kind of attacked it yeah. and he used a more like a, you know, his own approach for things which uh, a lot of people aren't comfortable doing in poker. So they don't want to cause controversy or with clickbait and whatever. Or even right. Like, you yeah. know, they don't want to you know, I guess like bring people down in some ways, even mm-hmm. if it, in Doug's mind it's justified and they deserve to be brought down or whatever other people like, you know, I don't want them to go bring, like it's just, they don't see it that same way or they don't want to do that or they just, right. It's easier for, for, so I don't know if people know this, right. But like someone like Doug or someone like myself, like we're not, Doug's not traveling a lot. He's not going to, you know, these poker events. He's not playing mm-hmm. tournaments. He's not playing cash games. He doesn't see these people in person that's true that he's making these jokes about or videos about when it's a different story when you see the guys in person mm. and you got to like you know now you got to and you see him once in a while but if you got to see him a lot you know it's gets shit gets uncomfortable you mm-hmm. might just not want to say that sort of thing like that so i think that's like an advantage some certain people have is they just don't see the people so that they're more willing yeah. to talk it's, it's interesting in poker too that like someone will be a good poker player and then they're like hey can you also host and commentate and uh market and tweet and instagram and do everything and it's like it's kind of crazy because like sometimes i think the people who are the best at poker are the best because they're so tunnel vision focused on poker that they just let everything else fall to the wayside so they're actually like worse at the marketing and all the other stuff that when they're the best at poker so it's like it's kind of weird it's like there was a a joke like that um mitch hedberg had where he said with comedy it was like that too it's like hey you're uh you're a funny comedian can you also write can you also host the show can you this and he said it's kind of like hey you're a good cook can you farm? <laughs> Just saying people like, get spread over like thin, their talents get spread to things that possibly they're not gifted in. Yeah. Well, this is actually something I've always worked at when I started my content was I wanted to get good at everything mm-hmm. or, you know, some level of, of good. Right. So all my editing, my marketing, building a brand, building a business, all this kind of stuff. I've studied all of it because I was like, I suck at all this stuff and I suck. at still a lot right now too, but a lot of other people don't necessarily know how to do it as well too. So it's like, but other industries, it's done very well. So you just study what they do and try to pick up mm-hmm. some ideas and stuff like that. But right, like most poker players are so focused on poker, which is what I was always doing. So I didn't study anything else. So I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I don't, <laughs> I don't know until you really look into it. But once you start learning this other stuff, you realize it's 100 times easier than poker. Like poker's to win at poker is pretty challenging. To win at, you know, consistently making a post about yourself, like it ain't that hard to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now to be creative is a different story. 
I think that you do the creativity well. I think Marley does creativity well too. And I think it's just, you know, do you want to be spending your energy on like, how do I market myself on these? Right. Then that takes away from you actually playing poker where it has like instant, like, uh, monetary value or like other stuff is like more long-term yeah i've struggled with that because i think sometimes you get really involved in like the like twitter and stuff like that i'm like oh it's so much more rewarding to me to like have fun on twitter than it is for me to like study by myself for an hour how to win at poker but then like you lose that balance too and then all of a sudden you're like do i even play poker anymore now i just make poker jokes like that sucks (laughs) yeah it can be like that yeah i mean that's i think that's why you still gotta play Mm -hmm. you still gotta study like i still love studying i still love playing I, i don't i don't do it as much as i used to which is kind of impossible because i did every day all day yeah yeah so, you go real hard like when you pick up something you're interested in i feel yeah. like you go super hard it'll be like a 24-hour day thing until you're like, like done good, with it's it like good at poker. Yeah. i, don't know. I yeah. just goes obsessed right that's just what i found it's not always the most efficient fortunately like mm-hmm. that, trying to get better at doing things efficiently versus just right like spending this this my 24 hours a day on, on a subject so something i'm getting better at but it's it's an edge and uh it's also a down downside as well so it's all about how you make it out to be i guess yeah but it works for poker because you play right you play and get better and you're focused on it you you process things quickly if you can and i'm I'm always i always try to be that way about what i do so try to get better shout to kobe yeah kobe's always trying to get better man so that's why you know Mm. i had a lot of i had a lot of good takeaways you know he he passed away but i felt like i studied his story and i knew his story from following it so long and try to take away some positives out mm-hmm. of that situation so you know try to make a positive out of a negative situation i made a video about it i haven't posted it i don't know if i'm going to but yeah do you want to actually take a break and do five minute wrap up you have so much stuff to say is that cool yeah one of my friends actually pointed out that if you have like a lot of twitter followers and not a lot of instagram it means you're like really funny and really ugly and i was like <laughs> I accept my I'm, fate. What's <laughs> the opposite? Actually, I have like about the same, but yeah, actually not really. I was like, that's hurtful, but it's, it, there's some truth to it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's true. true either. I mean, I don't know. It's just a funny thing to think about though. If you're just naturally being yourself on like all of the things, but you have like a, like a million Instagram followers and like 10 Twitter followers, people are like, listen, you're very dumb, but hot. Yeah. And then the flip side. I've never like, heard this theory. This is fascinating. Because <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just use one more than the other. You're literally on Twitter all the time. Maybe. Uh, you know what? I appreciate you guys trying yeah. to help myself. Like, you know we're posting. It's, it's about posting. It's just a, it's about a freaking yeah. numbers game. I'm more of a creep. I like looking at Instagram. Like, I like watching people's stories and stuff. And I kind of like lurk on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. It's like watching tiny movies all day. Yeah. When people are showing you the stuff they're doing. I don't know. But anyway, I like that too, though. People really want to know about Postle. So if you have any kind of Postle update, give it to us. If not, we'll just move right I got, along. I got nothing for the crotch man himself. The I don't crotch. I don't know what the crotch man's doing. I mean, listen, right. Once again, let's revisit the, the top thought. He's either the best player of all time when it comes to mm-hmm. feel and he can he can deviate from patterns and play style no matter what. It, depending on a look or a feel or, or a fucking body sensation and whatever, right? Like, okay, right? Here's one side, right? Uh-huh. But that same player then is incapable of doing that if he can't look down at his crotch area yeah. during time. And it's randomly. You can't look at his crotch. You can't do it, okay? Or the guy's doing something out of line, right? It's either that. It's either he's the best player of all time or he's doing something out of line. That's okay. ultimately what the argument that's comes good, to. That's a pretty and good sum up. if you're the best player of all, you know what, Jamie? I think you're cheating at poker, right? Mm-hmm. And you say like, no, what are you going to do? You're going to go play poker, right? You're like, all right, watch. Proves everyone. Exactly. Like, I'm the greatest player of all time. I'll just go play. 
Yeah, but what are you talking? What are you exactly. doing? Just you're, go, just go play. Like you're making a lot of sense. That's what I'm saying. And and the yeah. whole like maybe look at the crotch thing. You know, there's still got we still got questions about that. I haven't heard anyone address that. You know, he they, they've got some stuff. They put up article. I don't know. I, I I'm always love hearing what the, what they got to say. The people that are on Possible, they they yeah. support him because. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see. So yeah. that'll be to be continued. I'm sure we'll hear something soon. But fun stuff. We touched on it earlier that you're nominated for a bunch of awards. I was curious how you feel about the award shows. If there's like one award in particular that you just like actually really want badly. Uh, well, I think I only got nominated for Mike Postle because it's like very recency in people's mind. And I think I did some good body, a good, good content this year. A few things I think stood out, but you know, I did take a few breaks because I'm, I, you know, I think it's really to put, I put up a lot of content when I do it. So like if you put up once a week, it's, I'm putting up five a week or four a week. So yeah. it's, it's a little bit different of a challenge for me to do it. So the breaks are, are good to avoid the burnout. But in terms of the awards, uh, I don't know, you know, it's, it, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. I think media content, Mike Paul's investigations, I'm pretty sure that'll win journalists of the year, you know. I think the other guys are going to get a little butthurt if I win that, right? Like the other journalists, I feel bad because they're like, this guy's not a journalist. He's a fucking poker player and makes videos. Like technically (laughs) I'm covering the news, right? So it is what it is. It's different kind of news. The other people nominated do great work too, but you know, they got their own little click. Like the, you know, the media people Mm -hmm. that are more traditional media and poker have their own world. And I'm friendly with a lot of them, but not all of them like that. And then uh, what else is up there? Podcast of the year, strange selections. You know, I don't really know how they came. I mean, very strange for right like it was a very yeah a right very, what are, uh, what are we bag. where are we going off are we are like what are, what are where metrics here right like yeah i know the host is that the metric like i can't mm, I, no. I, 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 i'll I just shout like out it, jen real quick though i really like her new pod i think the yeah, grid think she, the grid is pretty cool the very concept. unique idea yeah. very very high quality guest list right mm-hmm. good stuff good content i think that when you think about other ones right like solve for why or thinking poker to me those stand out as as some things like that but then again, I don't. I haven't listened to enough other episodes like that, so I don't know how they come up with it or, you know, how that's really really done. So and then what else? Uh, journalist, podcast, media, and then People's, People's Choice. Choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not. I think John Little. Those guys got better marketing approaches for this than me. John Little's got like his email giveaways. Oh, he's and got a huge following. Like, yeah, and people like you know he coached a lot of people. He's hustling every day, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him take it down. Ryan DePaulo. Uh, he's got his own little hardcore rabbit fan base too. They're doing pretty well. I don't think Lex like couldn't even bother to tweet about it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but he just doesn't have to do anything. He'll just <laughs> he'll just slide in and play. yeah. I mean, you know, but yeah, it's, they and- are what they are, right? Like, what mm-hmm. do they mean? You know, I think they're great, a great community event for poker, and we all get to gather and have a good time and have yeah, some it was drinks. Really fun. And, That's what yeah, I, it's always fun. I and felt people- like obligated to go because I, I don't know. I always feel like that when you feel like get dressed up and like go to a thing. I'm like, oh, I'm obligated to go. And then last year I had so much fun. At the event, like everyone drank and like was nice to each other and looked nice. What were you saying last? What you said something about you? We all never look this nice again or something like that. Yeah. Well, until Feels this year, like that. until like, this year, then oh, now yeah, we're gonna look nicer than last year. Now you guys gotta do yourselves. You and Chris, you guys gotta. <laughs> I mean, Marles will be there, right? Bring She's it. trying to fade. Spraggy's it. nominated, so yeah. So Sprague's gonna come out for that. Actually, we're going to run it up, I think, and then Lux Live. So I think it, it's usually like the first week in April. So he might be here for Run It Up. Cool. So we might try to go. He's nominated. So I'll have an excuse to just go. Just get Spraggy out here for a month. I think the awards are March 6th. So he can just stay for a month, I'm oh, sure. Is it March 6th? Mm-hmm. March 6th, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a month earlier this year. I thought last year was in April. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but then he definitely won't be here because we're going oh. to a wedding in March. This is so yeah. serious. You guys are like married. We're literally yeah. Uh, a wedding? Where? Yeah. Where's the what? In Wales. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This 
this is so much work. <laughs> I like start dating. <laughs> Whatever is what it is. I'm all in. I'm in. I'm in. Let's watch it. I'm in. We're all in. I'm in. I love it. It's tense. This is wow. Like we're going weddings, running up Reno, like live, like okay, World Series of Poker. He's staying with me for a month. Chauncey's there. I think it sounds fun. I think it sounds fun or romantic. If you're just always kind of on vacation together, like why not? Whatever, just do it forever. Vacation, but we also try to do some work, quote unquote, so that we can you know not blow through our whole roles. Mm -hmm. I I try to imagine like what you two talk about because after talking with each of you. Just like I'm like I can't picture it. I really can't. Really? It's so weird. I, I cannot picture. It. I swear to God, I can't. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? I just can't put them together. Because I I spoke to them. I mean, Spraggy's like low key, real sweet guy, right? I don't think he, he doesn't come off that way. But he's a very sweet, nice guy and supportive. So, but he comes off more as like this hardcore sarcastic. He's actually not. He's actually really sweet. So, and then Marl's like. She can, uh, you know, she can definitely be very sweet too. But I feel like she can also be real, real like, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna take you down, right? Too, right? So I'm, <laughs> then I'm trying to bring these people in my head together, and but they're both really funny. So I, I know that they yeah. they must have these common bonds. Like Spraggy just does a zinger, and then Marl's is like, we do a lot of bits. It goes to death. It's just like it goes these dark places quickly, and yeah. they're both really comfortable being in that situation. So they have this. They're like, wow, you guys, like, you get me in this dark place. So I we should have a future pod where like it's just Marley and Spraggy, and we were like, just have a conversation as if the camera's just, not on. I, we need to know. I was gonna say, I actually had an idea. I was like, I want to have Marles and Spraggy on my podcast yes. at the same time. We should. I was like, that'd be should. cool, right? Because I'm actually, yeah. good. I, I just, I was like, man, I'd love to just talk to these two as a relationship. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, we do a lot of bits. We have this thing now where like we have just. I mean, bits we 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 make fun of a lot of stuff. We have our own little like language, and uh, and sometimes, and then it'll it'll get like boiled down to just like one word, and then we'll just like say the word, and then (laughs) another person's just cracking. So you know what we're talking about. We just have a lot of like stupid shit we make fun of, but but I think you guys both value that that yeah that a lot, right? I don't know if you maybe found that a lot of people in your lives like that could match up on that humor, and you guys clearly both are very passionate about the humor aspect of things, so. To find someone else who can like flow with you on that too, who kind of understands the trials and tribulations of the content space or whatever. I think that's cool, man. I think that's something that, you yeah, know. he gets angry at his chat and then he'll text me like, fuck this fucking person. And they fucking tell me like, whatever. And I'm like, and I'll just, whatever. We just like shit on their ch- his chat for like an hour. You can block and- him, Sprags. Don't worry about it. Listen, Kim, <laughs> Kim Jong Joey come in there, moderator for a day. I'll take them all out. I got no problem blocking them in the, in the chat rooms, man. I love, I, I really like blocking people in chat. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. They say then, so, it's like the first thing they come in. They're like, duh, 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 duh. I'm like, fuck you, done. Like yeah. I just I can't. I'm not going to your work and like telling you a piece of shit. You know, know. like true. don't come to my work and call me. Be like, <laughs> I won't block you. It's it's like it feels nice. They're like, you should let anyone say what they want to. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, or not, or not, right? <laughs> like I mean, you come in my chat. You you first things insulting or you insult the guests. Like I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know, yeah. man. Marlos, yeah. you like that? You like the comments like that? No, was, uh, you know, I I'm much more you know out, outgoing on Twitter, and so a lot of times I'll just text him like I'm on Twitter, and he'll put the popcorn emoji or whatever <laughs> the meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just loves my Twitter. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, sometimes I need to watch from afar, but sometimes, <laughs> but I always love it. I always support you. You know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know, I I agree and I support, but like, uh, you know. I'm a little bit more. I get. I get, let it get under my skin a little bit with the comments and the Twitter, and I'll like fucking battle people, and I'll just slam. You think them. you get over it quick though? Yeah, I mean, I but think, then I'm like, whatever. Yeah, because I I remember sometimes talking with you about some things like you you're you kind of like get a little bit more of like a 
I don't know, it affected you a little bit more right away, but it seemed like yeah. you've done that sticks with you, you get over it, like you're like, whatever, fuck it, it doesn't matter. But at the time you're like, this kind of guy, it's but that's sort of how <laughs> I used sure. to be. I get angry at the people right away and then after I'm like now I'm just like, fuck it, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just look big picture and I'm like, yo, you have like four followers and no just, profile you, picture. Yeah, you don't so. even see them. Like it doesn't like you see these people, they're coming up to you yeah. in, the, in the wind wind poker. I'm like, Marley, you're a, you fuck you, you're doing this on the <laughs> on the streets and you said this joke. Like they you know what I mean? So it's once yeah. you like really understand that, like in real life, like you don't see any of these people, mm-hmm. it's a little harder to, t- it's easier to take these comments, right? And then totally, or you could say like, let me go in your life. Let me, Hey, Hey, uh, let, let Marls come, come critique, critique your, your, whatever your life is, right? Exactly. Be like, you are not the sandwich artist. You think you are. <laughs> <laughs> your ability as a husband lack in there, brother. Right? You know, I, I, I mean, I don't know, right? Maybe let her go in. I don't know. Uh, and that's kind of what I like to think about it is that I feel like these people haven't had that happen. You know, like, yeah. like, let me come, let me come. You want to critique the, let me come watch your Instagram. Give me your Instagram page. Mm-hmm. I'll critique your appearance for all of us. You critique mine. It's a fair thing, but yeah, maybe that's a bad way to look at it. An eye for an eye or something. I don't think that maybe that's the way to go. For sure. I mean, I just can't help myself with these, with these trolls sometimes. I just need to, I just, though, you know, so I just need to, I just need to cut them. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I just need to, I can't, I have the, have the urge. I know. But I know. Shut up, Bottomo. I love you. You've cut. Shut up, <laughs> you guys have a nice moment together in some sort of polyamorous oh, retreat or something like that. I didn't know about no, it. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, we spent some time <laughs> in, the, in the Asian mountains. <laughs> yeah, I'm girlfriend number seven at this point. <laughs> I didn't tell you about great. that one. Joey has only a few days, but it wasn't like a major yeah. thing like that. I don't know. Maybe Jamie, I don't know. She might get in that too. We never know. So. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, we want to talk w- about one more thing because it's just really good for poker and pretty awesome that yeah. um, that Andrew Yang is going to take part in a poker tournament. I think it's just raising money for his campaign. Um, Negranu is hosting it. Mm-hmm. And it says, Yang 2020, bet on Yang. Join us for a night of conversation in poker in Las Vegas, Nevada to support presidential candidate Andrew Yang. Um, and it's going to be hosted by Negranu and at the Mosaic Theater expensive though i mean i don't know if i'm rich enough for this it's 1k if you want to i think actually play in the tournament um the max donation is 2800 the min donation is 250 i might be good for 250 supporter reception um what do you guys think i think this has got to be good for poker and for just everything i think so yeah i think i mean i feel like you guys could get in a tournament you might know pull some strings especially morals <laughs> You know, Marlos pulls some strings. Jamie pulls some strings. I feel like you guys can really do it. I don't like, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't really know how these political things work, but I went to the political, uh, he had like a rally a few months ago at Bellagio and I was terrified. So I haven't, I haven't paid any attention to politics since then. You've been then. terrified? It was insane. You guys ever been to one of these things? No. Never. I've never voted. Never. Holy nothing. fuck. They were, okay, they had in the Bellagio in the back in like convention room and it was madness. Every campaign's got their people and they're yelling with signs and like, Yang, Yang, Yang. And then like, Warren, Warren, Warren. And then all the other people. Oh, it's, it's like this, they each have this little cults and there's, there's a marching bands going. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like this huge presentation of like, look at me, look at me. And then they get up on stage and the guy would be like, we're going to lower taxes. They're like, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> healthcare's coming back. They're like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, what the, it's like the WWF in this place for all over. And I go, man, I like these, and the, I'm talking to, the, to a lot of the people and I'm like, I'm not sure if this is for me. Some like, very I, passionate people. They I think like this will be toned down because it's going to be people who are just like interested in donating to his campaign. 
um, yeah, playing some poker, I mean, you know, hearing you, from the man himself. I guess so, man. I mean, these guys are like real charismatic. When you hear Andrew Yang talk, you're mm-hmm. like, whoa. I mean, these guys. Oh, yeah. It's like. You, you, when you think about Doug Polk being a politician, like, <laughs> yeah, you see it. And it makes sense why Doug Polk could be the politician because mm-hmm. you got to have that get people to believe in you and believe in your message. So it's intense. But yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the event. Check it out. Yeah. The ground was there. It sounds like fun. Your boy Kid Poker. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. he's giving us paw. Oh, Thanks, Crouton. Crouton, you want to play the tournament too? <laughs> I think he'd be for Andrew Yang. I think so. I don't really know. I don't know how much into politics Crouton You going to go to the tournament, Marley? Are you going to play? We'll see. What, wait, when is it again? I think Fe- February, February 18th. Uh, oh, I might be just getting back from, from the UK, so maybe mm. come back. I'm a Yang supporter. So. February 13th. It's a Thursday. Oh, no, mm. I, I won't be. Yeah. I'll be in, in the UK Valentine's Day, you know? She is. <laughs> Oh oh, oh, Marley's updating me on the romantic holidays at this point. I just didn't, <laughs> see, like, it, didn't see it coming here, you know. Mom was like, "Yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. We got Easter coming up after that." Like, it's just, <laughs> okay, I'll be in Wales. Um, Mother's Day, we're spending with his mom. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, okay. That's great. I feel like uh, I feel like at some point we have to end this pod. Although this has been one of the most fun pods in my well, opinion. If you I, guys don't follow, by the way, Marley's story, you got. I, if you don't know what we're talking about, first of all, great. I'm sorry. Second of all, you gotta follow Marls on Twitter, or sorry, Instagram ASAP and Spraggy. Give him the token follow too. The token follow because just as like you know the supportive like as a fan of Marls, you support the boyfriend as well too here. So it's oh, uh yeah, it's y- a good follow. I get a little I get a little testy sometimes. What does that mean? Just like I get emo and I'm just like fuck these fucking people. I gotta get on Instagram and give them peace of my mind, and I just. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how it goes. I love him, okay? Just damn it, leave me alone. I love the guy, all right? I know he wears no shirt. I got it. I love him, okay? He's white, it's fine. <laughs> He's literally like, oh. But he gets tan in the summer, okay? It's just, it's it's been cold there. The sun's not out. He's inside. He's working hard. He's streaming every day. It's understandable. We get it. We get it. We get it. Sorry, Jamie, to interrupt you. You were going no, on. You no, no, it's sick okay. I was just saying, I, I think Cortan was even trying to like press the button. He's like, pod's over, guys. I know. We've it's been a long it. one. This has been a nice out of line pod. Like, we'd expect nothing less from you. <laughs> we <laughs> appreciate it. Um, yeah, and that's, I think. That's I it. I don't get to talk to funny funny people very often that understand <laughs> humor so i could take advantage of it you know you guys yeah have the zingers here and there i never see them coming you know marley all of a sudden drop a death joke you know you're like oh did i laugh at that or not i don't know right <laughs> <laughs> jamie's got this witty i don't know where she comes up with the shit in her mind i don't know man so it's always good to talk with you ladies you guys doing good work over here cue up the good work too. and um I, i've been the awards yeah i definitely i've been enjoying the pod so i hope you guys keep doing it it's, i mean i i know you guys so it, Makes you want to watch a little more. I like hearing your perspectives. You guys have insight that I think, you know, maybe we take for granted sometimes, but I think you guys have insight a lot of people out there interested in. So it's cool to be able to share that with people. And, you know, I think people enjoy that. So keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. Right, thanks, Joey. Good Welcome. Luck. Good luck sweeping four awards. People are going to call you overrated. That's the only bad part. <laughs> they ain't going to call me overrated after the possible thing. Listen, man, I got, the, I got the hours in the lab spent in there. I've been doing the work. It's not it's nothing true. overrated about that work, that, that driving yourself nuts. So we'll see. They might. You yeah. never know. Till next time. Peace.